Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awful, what awesome miracles he performs. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry pass through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. Then we rejoiced in him. For his great power, he rules forever. He watches every moment, every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless your God, our God, and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You are tested. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, and you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. That is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you, the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bulls and, a male, and male goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sins of my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But hallelujah, God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdrew his unfailing love from me and us.
pretty, pretty amazing, pretty powerful psalm that was read. Paints that picture of an all-creating, all-powerful God. But a God that cares so deeply for you, listens to every prayer you utter. And it's His will to answer those prayers. And this is the God that deserves all of our praise, all of our worship, all of our adoration this morning. He's our hope. He's our freedom. He's our salvation. And Lord, as we worship you this morning, we pray that this worship is an offering to you, Father. A sweet sound to your ear this morning, Lord. For you are worthy of all of our praise, Lord worthy of all of our worship, Father. And we honour you this morning by coming before you, Lord, and lifting your name high. I invite you now to stand to your feet and we'll worship the Lord together. Amazing grace sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Oh, me here. 
in a whole new way this morning. Lift up your hands to receive from Him because there is freedom here right now. We thank you, God. Freedom reigns in this 
deserve it. You pour it out. You pour it out. You lavish it upon us. May we receive. May we drink of your mercy, your grace. May we drink of your freedom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. May we not hold it to ourselves. May we release it to everyone we come in contact with. Thank you for overflow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Awesome. What a great atmosphere, huh? Thank you, team. Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Yeah, we're not nearly into March. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, birthday month, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's a few birthdays coming up in March. Fantastic. Lovely seeing all your beautiful smiling faces out there. David and Jess, I, I really feel the encouragement of your Heavenly Father for you this morning. I saw you there and I, I just felt this incredible love and encouragement from your Heavenly Father. And I want to encourage you, um, I, I got the words, um, pastoral heart, that, that God has gifted you in a pastoral heart. And I just want to say that, Father, I hear the words today, Father says, well done, well done. You are incredibly valuable and precious to Him. And so you're, you're, you're probably often unseen and the pastoral heart that you just give out and overflow, but well done. Receive his encouragement upon you today. Amazing, awesome couple. Family. Declare blessing upon your family. In Jesus' name. Well, this morning, I simply want to encourage us of who we, the church, are and I've got to say that as I was preparing, I want to encourage us, but as I was preparing, I was feeling a bit of a slap in the face myself. So if you feel a slap in the face yourself, then you're with me, okay? Because <laughs> I got it too. But I want to encourage, okay? So if there's a slap, it's an encouraging slap. Maybe I'm the only one who get, who. who yeah, you might not feel that at all. I might be the only one who felt that. But I just thought, oh, I was feeling that in preparation. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, Mary Ann, congratulations. Got married this week. Yes, congratulations. I saw a beautiful, beautiful pic of you on Facebook. Yeah, you look stunning, beautiful, fantastic. Where's your hubby? 
moving houses. Oh, so he's moving from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, God bless you both. Nice to see you. Awesome. So, so the, our purpose, our theme this year is purposed. Okay, our theme for our church is purposed this year. And um, for those of you who have been here, you would have heard Sheridan speak from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. I love it. For we are God's masterpiece. I love that. His masterpiece. I, I don't know if I'll ever stop wowing, boggling over that thought that we are all his masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So we're all his masterpiece. Each of our lives are different. We're all different. We've all got different personalities. We've all got different giftings. And we all have varied good things that he planned for us long ago. We've all got very good things to do, haven't we? We're all different from each other. But we are all his masterpiece. Whether or not we're doing varied good things that he plans for each one of, he planned for each one of us, we are all his masterpiece. And so we all need to be going about our everyday lives living as that his masterpiece, a confidence, a confidence in who I am. I am God's masterpiece, treating ourselves as such. We are all his masterpiece, and we also have all been given the same instruction. Matthew 28, 18 to 20, Jesus came and told his disciples, are you a disciple? You were Jesus' follower? Yeah, he told us, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always even to the end of the age. Yes. So we've all, we're all masterpieces. We're all his masterpiece. And we all have been given this instruction, this command from our, our Savior. Go, go. I've been given all authority. Go, go and make disciples. Do we care about our family? Do we care about our our neighbours, our colleagues? Do we care about our schoolmates? Do we really care? How is the security, the security of their eternity looking? What does that look like? Have we shared our relationship with God, with our colleagues, with our schoolmates? with the people that we come in contact with, have we shared? Not only shared, you know, we share his love by who we are. We, we do fantastic acts and, and, and that is incredible. But have we shared? Have we, have we told people about our lives and about our passion? 
about our relationship with our Heavenly Father? Have we told people? Have we taken opportunities to pray with people when they come, when they arise? And our prayers are powerful. Our prayers are powerful. Maybe, just maybe, we are the only Christian that our colleague or schoolmate or person in that group that I attend or whatever it may be, maybe we are the only Christian that they're going to come in contact with. Or maybe we're the last Christian they're going to come in contact with before they pass on. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I want to remind us and remind ourselves, remind me of who we are because sometimes I think we back down because we don't truly step into who we are in him. We are his masterpiece. Greater is he that is in us that is in the world. Let's dwell on that thought this morning. God Almighty is in you. God Almighty is in me. And the same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives in me. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives in you. I need to dwell on that a bit more. Lives in us, that same power. Wherever we go, that same power lives in us. We need to be people who are without fear because of who we are, his masterpiece. Psalm 112 verse 1 says this, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord, that is, in reverence, respect, honour, awe, who fear him, respect him, reverence him. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. And then verse 7 and 8, they do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. I love that. We do not fear bad news because we confidently trust the Lord to care for us. We are confident and fearless. Do you feel confident and fearless? If you don't, keep reading that over and over and over. Read it over this week. Read it over until you do, because that is who we are. We can face our foes triumphantly. That is who God has called us to be. We need to look like this because our world are hungry, are searching, are in desperate need for people who look like this. They are needing people to come alongside them and to be able to take or help relieve their fear. Share with them, what is it within us that we have this incredible hope, that we, that we are without fear? What is it? They want to know. 
Our world is searching for that. They're searching for people who are unshakable, filled with hope. We have a confidence. We have that hope that others do not have, a peace that others do not have. That is who we are. As a child of God, that is who we are. Filled with peace, filled with confidence, filled with hope. We're called to be a city on a hill. You've heard that spoken over us. As a church, we are called to be a city on a hill, lit up and shining out for all to see. You know, when I, I picture that, I'm very visual. I picture that in my mind. You know, when a city, you picture a city up on a hill, it is shining out. It's, you can't miss it. You know, in the scripture, it says it cannot be hidden, like a city that cannot be hidden. It's lit up. It is shining out. When our lives, when we are like that, when our lives are truly like that, people will go, wow, that is so stunning. That person has something about them. They are attractive. They're outstanding. That person, what is it? What is it? And we need to share what it is about us that makes us like that because it's because of him, isn't it? It's only because of him. It is time to be who God has called the church to be. I feel a real... um, urgency in my spirit, an encouragement from God, from the Holy Spirit, that it is time for us as a church, I I know, I'm sure I've said it before, but it is time for us as a church to rise as he has called the church to rise, not to step back, but to step out, to stand out for him, fearless, filled with hope. I encourage you, Uh, School of the Spirit is uh, coming up again this year in June, 23rd and 24th of June. I encourage you to to diary those dates, 23rd and 24th of June. We're going to, as a church, that's a a place where we can be equipped more to be the church that he's called us to be. So it would be great when you see Red Joe's uh, coming out for that. Get in, 23rd and 24th of June. We need to be the church that he's called us to be. I want us to... um, Ask God to show us a picture. It's really good sometimes just to stop. Just to stop and go, God, would you show me something? And what I want you to ask him is, what does God see when he looks at me? What does God see when he looks at me? If we were living in the fullness of the beautiful masterpiece that God created us as, what does it look like in the fullness of the masterpiece that he has created? What does it look like? Close your eyes now. Ask him to show you, what does that look like? What does he see?
I encourage you to keep pondering on that one during the week. What does he see? Are you secure in who you are? Who your God is, confident representative of him and his kingdom. I see myself praying for the sick and seeing them healed, breaking off strongholds in people's lives, seeing them walk in freedom with their saviour. I see myself and I see you entering a room and the atmosphere is filled with the presence of God because he's with you and you are intentional in releasing his peace, his presence and his power, his love, his joy, his transformational power. I see our words filled with wisdom because he gifts us with wisdom. I see us caring for people, not only oozing practical goodness, but everyone that we minister to is overwhelmingly filled with God's loving presence and grace. I see us releasing hope everywhere we go. I see us being wise with money and generous to give. I see us blessed with an overflow blessed to be a blessing. Continue to ask God this week, show me, what do you see, God? Start dreaming, what do you see? And then the next step is stepping into it, stepping into it. Far too often, we, the church, are not stepping into the truth of what God has done for us and who he says we are. We can act weak. We can act timid, passionless, and apathetic. I know that's probably not you. We could act overwhelmed with worry, fear, guilt, or shame. We could even become bitter. The enemy absolutely loves this. When the church act like this, he loves it. So can I say two simple words this morning? Stop it. (laughs) Say it to myself too. (laughs) Stop it, Jan. Stop it. Let's partner with what God says about us. Sometimes that's by faith. Let's partner what God, with what God says about us. Partner with him rather than what we feel. Partner with him rather than any lies that are spoken over us or any lies that we speak into ourselves. Let's partner with him. Let's partner with his truth because his truth is the truth, capital T. It is the truth. This morning, what I want us to do is... I have got some scriptures for us, and I may, there's a, there's a few scriptures, and um, if you like, I could send them out on email to you, because some of you may want, but I've made up some scriptures, well not, I have made up some scriptures, I have pulled out some scriptures, and I have put them into statements for us, but you know what, we could go, we could actually be here for hours, declaring scriptures, couldn't we? 
we could be here for hours. So I have got an insy, 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 tiny snippet of the truth. And so what I want us to do is I want us to, to do a practical exercise together because this is good for me and I pray, I know, it will be good for you. So um, I actually think it would be a great thing for us to stand together because I could tell you, you know, you need to be on the edge of your seat, but you probably won't. So let's stand because then, you know, it, it starts to mean, you know, we we're a bit, we're going to stand in a, on authority with this. We're going to be a little bit uh, full of passion, maybe. Could you, could you show me a bit of passion? Because this is the truth and this is who you are. This is who I am. This is what God says about you. It is what God says about me. And this is the church that we need to be stepping out in. Okay, let's read together. I am God's masterpiece, created in Christ to do good works. I am strong and courageous. My God is with me wherever I go. I am full of joy in the Lord, and the joy of the Lord is my strength. I pray about everything instead of worrying. I tell God what my needs are, and I thank Him for all He has done. I am filled with God's peace that guards my heart and mind. Greater is He who is in me than He who is in the world." I have a confident hope from God, and I know that he has given me the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. I have received the gift of righteousness and live in triumph over sin and death through Jesus Christ. I have received the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and see them recover to cast out demons and to speak with new tongues. My God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I am redeemed from the curse of sin, sickness and poverty. I am strong in the Lord and in his mighty power by putting on the armor of God. I pray in the spirits at all times I'm alert and persistent in my prayers. My prayers have great power and produce wonderful results. My heavenly Father loves me, for I am his child. I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I may be pressed on every side by troubles, but I am not crushed. I may be perplexed, but I'm not driven to despair. I may be hunted down, but I'm never abandoned by God. I may get knocked down, but I am not destroyed. I will never give up. My spirit is being renewed every day. My troubles won't last long, though the glory produced will last forever. I fix my gaze on the things unseen. I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling me. 
For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I am obedient to your word. Your word is truth. I am making disciples, Christ followers, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I'm teaching them to obey God's word. Nothing can separate me from God's love. Awesome. Yeah, how about you give God a hand? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yeah, thank you, God, for who we are. Thank you, God, for who you have called us to be, who you, who you see us as. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that we are righteous, that we are worthy because of Jesus. We thank you that we are a threat to the enemy. We thank you that you are able to do more than we can imagine. We thank you for that. And, we, and I, God, I ask that we would step into your truth. We would not only keep declaring it over our lives, but we would step into that. We would start to see the fruit of that declaration over our lives. Thank you, God. Thank you for what you will do in us and through us. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. It's powerful, isn't it? The Word of God will not return void. There is power in declaring the truth. Proverbs 18, 21 says, The tongue can bring death or life. So let's use it to bring life. And why not life over ourself when we declare it over ourselves? Speak out the truth. Speak it out. Girls' Day Out, actually, our theme is say the word, hanging on his every word. Girls, I encourage you to, to get there. It's going to be a, a very powerful day. Psalm 119 says so much about the word. That might be one you might like to read through this week. Psalm 119 verse 29 says, Keep me from lying to myself. You know, sometimes we're our own worst enemies, aren't we? Come on, let's step into the truth. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions or your word. Verse 18 from Psalm 119, Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. Verse 105, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Verse 114, you are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. You're feeling hopeless? Read the word. Your word is my source of hope. We, the church, need to step into the truth, need to step out with the truth. 1 John chapter 2, verses 5 and 6. I know I've got a lot of scriptures, but I love it because it's the truth. 1 John chapter 2, 5 and 6 says this, But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God 
should live their lives as Jesus did, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Let me just read that again. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. For me to obey God's word, now I'm challenged here with this, is for us to step into the truth of that. For me, my life to reflect his truth of who I am in this world, who I am in my community, who I am in my city, the nation and the nations. He has called us to go. He has called us to be a representative and not just a timid and weak, but a, a strong and courageous representative of him. So if I am to obey him, and I do love him, and so I want to obey him, and I hope you're with me in this, those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. And so that gives me a greater desire because I love him, I want to obey him. I want to step into his word. Would you have, is that desire rising up within you right now? Would you, would you join with me in that desire to truly obey him, to step into the truth of who we are, who he has called us to be? This is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. And Jesus, you know, Jesus, we can live as Jesus did. Wow. Wow. And yet he was still, he was relaxed, wasn't he? He was relaxed, comfortable in himself. We need to be relaxed and comfortable in ourselves and yet step out in the truth, step out in the authority that Jesus himself has given us. So I don't know if you felt any slaps today, like I did, but, you know, nice ones. <laughs> But I pray that you want to respond with me today because I am responding to him. I pray that we have a greater desire to obey him, to see ourselves as he sees us. For us maybe even to take more moments for him to show us, what do you see? What do you see? Even before we go about our day, God, what do you see for me today? What do you see? Every day is a new day. What does he see? For us to live our life as he has purposed. For us to live our life with purpose. To rise and be the church victorious taking ground. Oh, I love the picture of the church taking ground, because that is what we are called to do, taking ground, to rise and to pray for people that are needing prayer. Man, I, I, I saw um, this week uh, uh, there was a, a um, um, some sort of a meet. I'm not actually sure where it was, but of witches praying against Trump. Church, we need to rise and pray for Trump. So many are against him. We, the church, are called to pray for him. 
and for our leader and for other leaders. We, the church, are called to pray, not to, to criticize, but we are called to pray for our leaders. And when the, church, when the witches are getting passionate about it, the church needs to get more passionate because greater is he that who is in us than he that is in the world. So the church, we need to rise. We need to rise. So if you want to respond with me, I know you've already st- stood, so how about you might like to just lift your hands to say, yeah, I want to respond. I want to, I want to pray for us today. I want to pray for me. I want to pray for the church today. You might like to lift your hands, saying yes to him and receiving from him. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you so much for your word. I thank you that your word is truth. I thank you that your word gives us hope, that your word is powerful, that is not returned void. I thank you for the power of your word in our lives. And I thank you that as we respond to your word, as we respond to your truth, that we would, um, uh, as we respond with obedience to your word, respond obediently stepping out, that we would see incredible things happening in our lives, that we would see fruit happening as we, as we spend time with you, as we're attentive to your voice, as we go about our day every day, that as we step out, even by faith, even by faith, that as we do that, that we would see your hand at work. We thank you that it is your hand at work through us. We thank you that you empower us, that you give us strength, that you give us peace, that you give us joy, that you give us hope, that you cause us to be courageous. We thank you that you help us to step over that chicken line. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you for the fruit that will come in our lives. Thank you for the fruit that will come in the people's lives around us. Thank you for the fruit that will come in our communities, in our city, in the nation and the nations. Thank you that you you hear our prayers. Thank you that you are attentive to our heart's cry. Thank you. Thank you that we are yet to see greater things. I call those into being as we rise up as the church that you have called us to be. Pour out your blessing and your protection upon your church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. One more thing as I finish. There may be some people here that are not currently in a relationship with God. You may have been, you may have walked away from him, or you may not have ever known what it is to be in a relationship with a loving Heavenly Father. Well, our Heavenly Father sent his son Jesus to die for every single one, every single person, every single person. And so, as everyone closes their eyes, you'd like to close your eyes, bow your head. I'd like to give opportunity if there is anyone here that would like to respond to the gift of salvation. Jesus came and he died for you on the cross that you might have a relationship with your heavenly father, your creator, who created you as his masterpiece, who's passionate about you, who desires to be in 
relationship with you? Is there anyone that would want to respond to him today? Would you give me a wave? I would love to pray for you. Is there anyone here to my left, to my right? Down the back. Father, I thank you for your church. And I thank you for all the people that we are in relationship with that do not know you. I thank you that you are so, so passionate for each one of them, Father. I thank you that you are more passionate than us. I thank you that your desire is to see them come to know who you are that you desire them to come to know who they are, who you have created them to be. And God, I pray that every person that we come in contact with this week that does not know you, that we would be fruitful in their lives, that we would be able to pass on, that we we would be able to, to share with them your love, your transformational power, that your beautiful presence would be released into their lives that we would be able to pass on that hope I thank you that each one of us would be like that city on a hill lit up in their lives and in other people's lives that see us, that come in contact with us thank you for salvations taking place in Jesus name Amen Amen Bless you church Great, thank you Jan Aren't those declarations really something? You know, when I was younger I I used to stand in front of the mirror and go gee look at those muscles I think God likes it when we stand in front of His mirror and go, I'm created for good works. I'm His son, His daughter. I'm His masterpiece. While looking at my muscles at the same time. (laughs) It's really good, isn't it? Well, a take-home question. Who enjoys take-home questions discussion with their children? It's really, really good. If you're not familiar with take-home questions, what we do is that in kids' ministry, they share with us a take-home question each week. So mums and dads can talk to their children. And this week, the take-home question is, how do we show God our love for Him? How do we show God our love for Him? That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. And um, can I encourage you dads, don't go and say, ask your mum. And if mum goes, well, I don't know, well, we'll go and see Pastor Jan. But yeah, it's a wonderful time to have discussions of faith with our family. I think it's really good, isn't it? Really, really good. So a couple of final points for us this morning. If you're visiting with us, we invite you to receive a white gift pack as you leave. And there you'll find a coffee card and some other details. We'd love to meet you and have coffee with you. That would be really good. Thank you for your giving to activate. We really appreciate your generosity. Can I encourage you to be purposed as you give? 
And if you have a need for prayer this morning, we'd love to pray with you. So feel free to come to the front. And I know Pastor Jan, myself and others would love to pray with you. So that would be good, wouldn't it? Who would like to do a benediction this morning? Does that sound good? Well, I was thinking this morning, I haven't done this for a long time, but I thought this would be a good thing to do. I really did. Jude 20. Maybe you can close your eyes and open your hearts to heaven as we conclude. Father, we thank you for your presence with us today. And Father, thank you for your word and your encouragement to each one of us. Father, I pray upon every person and every home and every family represented here today that, Lord, your grace and your favor would rest upon each one of us, that we'd know that we're incredibly precious to you. Father, release us to be all that you've called us to be. And as written in your scriptures, now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away, and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. All glory to him who alone is God, our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are before all time and in the presence and beyond all time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have an awesome day. And enjoy coffee. And if you have need for prayer, we'd love to pray with you. God bless. Thank you.